Welcome to the Empower Your Fitness Empire podcast. I am your host, Harry King Holmes, and it is my mission to help fitness professionals change their mindset, complete their mission, and monetize their expertise on social media. Now, without further ado, let's get into it. All right, I want to dive right into it, guys. All right. So I know this is a big thing going on right now, right? <laughs> so boosting your fitness sales in the summer. All right. So if you are somebody and you're running a fitness business, right? Um, like one thing that you if, you, if you've been in the game for a while, right? Like you, you tend to start pay attention to certain patterns, right? Certain cycles, right? And so I want to give you guys some, some tips, some value, and, and also change your perspective a little bit around um, just <laughs> how to operate in the summertime or really like all year round in all seasons, right? All four seasons in your fitness business, right? And how to continue to drive sales, right? Sales is not just like when you think about sales, when people hear sales, they think, oh, just getting a new client. But sales is not only just getting a new client. The sales journey actually never ends. The most important part of the sales journey is actually when you onboard a client and to continue continue to sell to them, all right? Because every good program should create a new program, right? And then you should, should be taking data to create a different solution for that specific problem, right? That is what we call selling, all right? <laughs> selling. So listen, summertime come. Look, and when y'all, if you jump in, like, give me some heart, share this with another fitness professional, right? Um, if you on a YouTube, like and subscribe. So listen, clients, so around summertime, clients, look, clients are dropping off, right? People are putting their, their, their programs on hold, right? Um, not paying any invoices on time or just not even paying any invoices at all, right? Don't nobody want that. We, we work too hard for our business, right? And if you're watching this right now, right, you on this live or you're you watching the replay, right? Like you go hard for your fucking clients. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we do. That's why we're good at what we do because we all go hard for our clients, right? And you want to be rewarded for that. Okay. So if they ain't paying they, they invoices and if, if you like me, you got a close relationship with your clients, right? You probably follow them on social media, right? <laughs> so you might see your clients not paying your invoices and stuff like that, not showing up to sessions, not checking in, Right. But they, you know, on, you know, somewhere in Mexico on a trip to Tulum. Right. Or they getting it in at the day party. Right. Or every time you're on a story, you see that it's margaritas and tacos every other freaking night. Right. Mimosas and, and French toast. <laughs> but they having brunch. They doing brunch seven days a week. Right. In the summertime. OK. And listen, like the, the biggest mistake that I see um, with fitness professionals the biggest mistake that I see them make, right? And I made these mistakes in the beginning of my business as well, right? It's just giving the clients way too much power, right? Giving the clients way too much power because like I said, like we go over and beyond for our clients in the beginning like of your business when you're trying to take it to six figures, right? Most of the time, one, you know, at that point, if you haven't hit six figures, it's probably because you don't have an inbound and outbound marketing strategy. And we'll talk about that later. Right. So the the main, you know, lead generation <laughs> uh, strategy that you have is over delivering to your clients so that they can do what? Tell somebody else about it. 
or so that you can get a before and after so that you can post it on social media and get people to inquire about it. Right. So you, you it, it's a difference between over delivering. Right. And just giving your power to your clients. Two totally different things. Right. Because when you give power, one that's crossing boundaries, <laughs> you got to have some boundaries in place, you know, with your clients. Right. And listen, like your clients, like, like, let's be real. Your clients are not shareholders on your, you know, in your business. Right. They they, they don't control the, the marketing and sales department in your business. OK, so you, you have to, you know, determine. Right. Like what's that what's that line between over delivering to your clients. Right. And making sure that they over deliver for themselves. I'm going to say that again. Right. Uh, understanding what is that thin line between over deliver for your clients and, and making sure that they over deliver for themselves. Because that's what good coaches do. Right. We don't save the clients. We teach them how to save themselves. Right. And that's why I'm a big believer in, you know, just operating in a high ticket business model, because it's not just about, oh, you charge a lot of money, but it's about one, how you how you train your audience. Right. And how you coach your clients. Right. If you got something that's high ticket, a high ticket service. Right. Like the, the, the client delivery is a lot different. You're not saving your clients every time they get in trouble. You're there to to coach them. Right. But you want to teach them how to save themselves. Right. Teach them how to save themselves. OK, so listen, like when, when, when we think about like like so think about it like this. Right. So when we look when we look at like the year. Right. You know, you got, you know, spring, summer, fall, winter. Right. When we're in the summertime, think of what people are looking forward to when the summer comes, right? And these are some things that you can write down, okay? So put your problem solver hat on real quick. <laughs> put your problem solver hat on real quick. So maybe if, if you're watching the replay or you're watching this on YouTube or on a podcast, if you need to pause this, pause this real quick, pull over, do whatever you need to do. Whatever hat cap you got on, take that joint off and put your problem solver hat on. And now let's focus on solving the problem. So when the summer comes, what are people looking forward to, right? What does the summer bring to people in their lives and your specific person, right? Your specific, if you help dads or if you help moms or if you help entrepreneurs or if you help, you know, nurses, right? Busy professionals, whoever you help, think of that specific person and what are they looking forward to when the summer comes, okay? And now right below that, Write down what problem is it is it causing for your person to stay unhealthy and not reach their goals? For example, right? People look forward to, you know, traveling in the summertime, right? Traveling in the summertime, Jamaica, Tulum, Aruba, right? In the States, Miami, right? Like people are looking forward to traveling to places where it's really nice weather, it's hot weather, and it's most likely a beach alcohol and food there. <laughs> right. So what do they do when they go to those places? They indulge in it. Right. So, yes, we all love the summertime, but also people looking forward to the summertime because they, they get it. You know, they don't get it all year round. So when they get it, they indulge in it. Just like if a person you ever hear about somebody like, oh, I'm about to go on a diet. And before they go on a diet, what they do, they indulge in food. Right. So it's the same. <laughs> people treat the summer the same way. They treat it the same way. Okay. So let's, so write down some, what are some problems 
that the summertime is causing for your specific person and how is it keeping them unhealthy, right? And not allowing them to reach their fitness goals, okay? Now, below that, write down, how can I fix it? And this is very, very important, guys, right? A reasonable solution. How like that? A reasonable solution. Because you tell us, <laughs> listen, you telling your, your, your clients or potential prospects to not travel, right? Or when they do travel to eat 100% clean while they travel, not drink any alcohol while they travel, right? Or to when the weekend come to not do, you know, uh, brunch on Saturday and Sunday, right? To not enjoy their favorite foods when they go out, you know, with, with, with their spouse or with their girls or with their guys at nighttime, right? Like these, these are unreasonable solutions to tell them to not do that, right? It's unreasonable. So when you are coming up with a solution to fix it, you need to include those things in your solution, right? Stay fit during the summer, even while enjoying mimosas and French toast, <laughs> right? So include these things into their into their plan, right? Include these things. What's up, D'Angelo? Patricia, I saw you jump on earlier too. What's up? So include these things, right? Because when the summer come and and your when they see your marketing and all you talk about is you know cutting out this, cutting out that, cutting out this, cutting out that, not not doing this, not doing that, right? They ain't trying to hear that. They're not trying to hear it. And also, in my opinion, you know, from from my coaching experience, right, it's not good for them. <laughs> All right. It's, it's actually, you know, leading them down the wrong path. It's leading them down the wrong path. OK, so when we talk about when we talk about the, you know, coming up with different solutions and things like this, right, to boost your fitness sales in the summertime, we have to think about two things. Right. Clientele and lead flow. Clientele and lead flow. All right. Because trust me, if your clients <laughs> are, you know, not showing up to sessions, not showing up to check-ins, not responding to you, you know, an email, not responding to you and, tra and trainerize, right? They kind of went ghost, in, but you see them like going up. They outside, outside on their social media, right? <laughs> Maybe some of them not paying their invoices on time, right? What makes you think the people that are not taking care of their health defending, what makes you think that they doing? That's your lead flow. The people that are struggling, they're not inside of programs. They don't have a trainer. They don't have a coach. That's that's your lead flow. What do you think they're doing? They're probably doing some of the similar things that, that some of your clients are doing, but just worse. Just worse. Right. So you want to focus on both. You want to focus on both. And when we talk about. So here, here's what, one thing I do. Right. So this is what this is what I used to do. Right. So. And we like every single summer, you know, for our community in the Queens Project. So the Queens Project was our community where we were serving, you know, over, you know, hundreds, hundreds of busy moms. Right. We made enjoying their favorite foods and fun events. Right. Guilt free, healthy. OK. Controllable and, and, and manageable. Right. So think about it like this. Right. I, I will rather I will rather help a client. Enjoy their favorite foods and incorporate healthy foods within their daily lifestyle, within their daily nutrition lifestyle versus I'm telling them to meal prep every single day, follow this strict diet, 
and then behind my back, <laughs> right? They still eating whatever the fuck they want. Because guess what's gonna happen? They're not gonna hit they they're not gonna hit their fitness goals. They're not gonna get to that that healthy, high performance level that they want to get to. Right? So we want to control it and we want to manage it. And we want to also do what? We want to track it. So that's what we would do. Simple as that. So if we already know <laughs> that they're gonna be eating more, that they're gonna be enjoying, you know, more of their favorite foods, they're gonna be going out enjoying themselves, going to different events, live events, traveling, doing all these different things, right? We're not going to tell these ladies, these busy moms that bust their ass all year round, right? We're not going to tell them to not do those things. We're just going to show them how to manage it, right? How to manage it. 80-20, that's what we go by, right? Like inside of the Queens Project, that's what we went by, the 80-20 rule. 20% enjoy enjoy yourself. Do whatever the fuck you want. 80%, you still got to perform at a high level, even, <laughs> even when you out kicking it with your girls, even when you out traveling, right? When you go to work, you still got to you still gotta show up and perform at a high level. As a mom, you still got to show up and perform at a high level. As a dad, I still got to, everybody, we still have to perform at a high level. So yes, you still want to make sure that you put in 75 to 80% of good fuel inside of you. The other 20, 20 to 30%, do whatever the fuck you want, right? Versus saying, I need you to do this at 100% the rest of your entire life. Cause maybe that's how you live your lifestyle, right? Maybe that's how, but you got to understand you are the authority. You are the person that they see as the, the goddess right? Or, or, or the king, right? So they're not going to operate like how you do, because if they did, then they wouldn't need your help. You see what I'm saying? All right. So that was always our approach. Okay. And then from a lead generation standpoint, so I had a client, this was, a, uh, this is about like, was this last year? I can't remember. I had a client, right. And she was doing well. She was doing really good, right. All year round. And then she had a slight dip in revenue and lead flow come like July, August. I think, I think it started happening a little bit in June, then July, August, like her lead flow and, and, and you know, revenue dipped a little bit, right? So I told her, don't worry, you're about to have the biggest month in your fitness career come September. <laughs> She's like, what you mean? I'm like, this is what I want you to do. I want you to over deliver. I want you to the things that I'm talking about with y'all talk about the things that they are going through right now in the summertime. Right. And then come September, right. When things kind of slow down, kids go back to go back to school. Right. They get kind of back on like the, you know, somewhat of a routine. You're going to be top of mind. You're going to be top of mind. So similar, she had a $17,000 month collected. She collected $17,000. All right. So she probably did about like, you know, 25, 24, 25, you know, total revenue, but she collected $17,000 that month. Okay. So that's what you guys got to understand is, so when we talk about like, you know, fixing this problem, right? Your sales problem, right? We have to focus on client retention and lead flow, client retention and lead flow, right? And these, I mean, this is something that you should focus on all year round, but you got to understand like one um, how people operate in the wintertime is different how they operate in the summertime. Two totally different 
You know, like I know here in Chicago, the way that boy, when it's hot in Chicago, people it's like two totally different worlds compared to how what it is in the wintertime, two completely different worlds, right? And I'm in I'm in LA a lot. Same thing in LA, like how how it is in LA in the win, in the wintertime in December is totally different than what it is in July. Right. So as a business owner, you can't expect to operate from a marketing standpoint, you can't expect to speak to to people the same way in the wintertime than you would in the summer, because that's the first thing that they're going to see is your marketing. And that's going to help them determine if they want to, if they even, you know, would consider working with you. Right. So the marketing part is very, very important. And you need to start preparing, especially when we talk about like different shifts, because it's going to be highs and lows. Right. So if normally it's low during this time. Okay, let's make sure that we're still staying afloat. But when, when September comes, we're going to bang it out. We're going to have a twenty dollars or $25,000 month. So it can, you know, offset the things that we were doing come, um, you know, in July, in, in June and July, in August. Get what I'm saying? All right. Because at the end of the day, right, if your goal is to make $100,000 in a year, right, I mean, you'll have some months where you do 12,000, some months where you do 8,000, some months where you do nine. Maybe you have a couple of months where you do six and a half and seven, and then one month where you do 13. It just needs to come out <laughs> total to $100,000. All right, to $100,000. Okay. So put into, so this is what I would recommend, right? For your, for your clients, let's talk about client retention first, right? Because that's still part of the sales journey, like I was saying. When you have clients, you're still selling them. Right. Especially if you have them on a plan. Right. If you got them on a three month plan, four month plan, six month plan, whatever it is, even though they're in contract. Right. You're still selling them. You're still delivering to them. Right. So what I was what I would recommend is and this is some of the things that we did. Right. Is put into their plan and give them more flexibility during the summer. All right. Flexibility creates sustainability. I'm going to say that again, right? In the fitness industry, flexibility creates sustainability. If you are not giving your clients flexibility, you are setting them up for failure. You're setting them up for failure, right? And in order to retain a client, it's not just about, some people may think of things like, how can I give, you know, make sure that they are on this super strict, you know, plan and make sure that they follow it so that they can get results. But then they get on the plan and it's so super strict that they don't follow it, they don't feel good about the work that they're doing, right? They don't feel good about it. So you don't retain them. And now that's messing up your revenue. That's messing up your sales, right? So when you give them flexibility, right? And they look back and you you have them tracking what they're doing and they look back on their week, they enjoy their favorite, 20% of their favorite food, but the 80%, they did their workouts, they got their steps in. They drank a good amount of water, right? They ate. They ate pretty good. They actually feel good about the work that they did, even if this scale doesn't say that they lost five to ten pounds, which we know is you know ridiculous. So you have to have other things that you're measuring with these clients. So you also need to. I'm a big guy on data for sure, but when you when you talk about fitness health. Right. These things are so connected to a person's emotions and a mental as well. So those are some things that you need to track, too. I mean, in my opinion, it's way more important than what the scale is saying, because you want to make sure that they are 
completing the, the, the decision that they set out for themselves. You don't want them feeling bad every single week about being a failure, right? Especially if you work with women. If you're working with women, you have to be careful. You got to make sure that they are feeling good about the things that they're doing every single week. You'll have some bad weeks. Of course, everyone's human. But for the most part, you want them to feel good. Even if she gets on that scale, say you do a, a check in every other week, right? Or every week, however you do it, right? Even if the scale don't move, you want her to say, yeah, but I feel really good about the work that I put in this week. You get clients to say that, that client, gonna she, he or she going to be with you for a very long time. All right, because you're now measuring other things than just the weight. Okay. So create, so put flexibility within their plan during the, I mean, I'll say do it all year long, but definitely doing it in the summertime. And watch how your client retention increases, right? And you don't get so many people not showing up to sessions, not showing up to check-ins, right? Because the reason why someone wouldn't show up to a check-in is because they know they fucked up, right? Like when we was in, when I was in high school, I'm not, look, if I didn't study for the test, I'm not coming to class. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but if they know that they was doing good and they was following the plan and the plan is actually, you know, <laughs> realistic for them to follow, they going to show up to the check-ins. They going to show up to the sessions or whatever you got them doing. And they going to do what? They going to make sure that, that that payment go through. All right. And also prepare for prepare your summer launches in the spring, right? Prepare your summer launches in the spring, all right? I recommend every 30 days, you can onboard new clients into your business, right? So when you operate in a high ticket business model, listen, you don't need to onboard 10 clients every single month. You can onboard five to three people every single month consistently. You onboard five with a high ticket business model, you charging $1,500 or more. You onboard three to five people every single month within your business, and you're retaining them on the back end, you're going to make $100,000. Some of y'all be thinking that you need, you know, all of these crazy leads and, and all of these new clients every single month. That's, that's, you don't. Three to five every month, retain them on the back end, right? Because the sale, that's still part of the sales, sales journey, right? You'll make 100000 Okay. And listen, serve more in the summer. This is what I told my client when she when she had that crazy, you know, launch in September. She did seventeen thousand dollars. Right. I told her to serve more in the summer. And, and listen, the way social media is now. All right. Like from a, from an organic standpoint, you guys can really take advantage, you know, from an organic standpoint, when you talk about, you know, creating, creating content and serving, serving in your content, putting out more content. Right. The content, like you can do a video that's freaking 10 seconds long. <laughs> you can, you know what I'm saying? All right. So like, and we teach like all of our clients, like how to repurpose different videos, like how to work, how to work smarter, right? How to, you know, take long form, repurpose it. And even, you know, take some, you know, shorter things and, and put it out there as well. And making sure that is valuable and that is going to actually, you know, serve your audience, Right. Because the fall, September always gonna bang out. But just because it bang, it, like you, you, you can, you know, stumble across like a, you know, a, a really good month in September by default. But if you pre actually prepare for it, right, and you actually have systems in place and you're preparing for a ten thousand or a twenty thousand dollar month, right, ex most likely expect to get that. <laughs> but if you don't prepare for it, 
right? And, and, and September is still a good month. You probably could have collected in an additional, you know, double or triple the amount of what you of what you actually did in September. So actually start. So put in your mind, right? Like prepare as if you're going to have a twenty thousand dollar month. Serve your audience as if you're expecting them to come on board <laughs> during that time. Right. But you have to serve first. Period. What I'm doing on this live right now, serving. This is serving. I'm not charging you for it. I'm giving you something, right? I'm giving you something, all right? <laughs> That's what this is, all right? Yo, what's up, bro? What's popping? What's popping, man? All right? And, and listen, like, people forget about this. There's a whole group. There's a whole group of people, another group of people, right? Listen, you know what they did all summer? They partied all summer, day parties, pool parties, travel margaritas, tacos, mimosas, French toast, right? Like the whole joint, right? <laughs> no exercise, all right? Minimum activity, unless uh, unless they was walking to the, unless they was walking to the pool, unless they was walking to the beach, <laughs> right? So you got these people that did this all summer long, right? When, when the fall comes, and outside ain't like outside, outside like that no more, right? It still will be. People will still be outside, of course, right? But it's the fall now. And now they kind of back into their routine a little bit more. So now you got people with bigger problems come to fall than they had in the beginning of the summer. So when you can match, when your marketing can match like the problem that they have, and you're helping people become aware, more aware of those problems, or you're speaking to the problem that they have and giving them solutions for it, serve, right? That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother set of people that you could be serving. That you could be onboarding August, September. All right. So you should be pairing, should be, you should be preparing your launches right now for August and September. <laughs> Most definitely. Like, absolutely. All right. Because listen, come, 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 you know, fall, they're going to be feeling more uncomfortable, right? Not, not happy with their shape, not happy with their performance, not happy with their health, right? Get ready for them guys. Get ready for them. Cause at the end of the day, like that, that's what we're here to do as fitness professionals is our job to show up, serve and help people get healthy and fit period. It's literally that simple. So I want to kind of so let, let's rewind back to, you know, like the the overall, you know, um, vision that you need to have when you're, you know, mapping out your launches and you're preparing for the summer, guys. All right. What does the summer bring to people in their lives for your specific person? What problem is it causing? How is it keeping them unhealthy? How is it not allowing them to reach their fitness goals? And how can you fix it with a reasonable solution? Got me? Cool. All right. <laughs> cool, cool. So like, and, and like the, the three main things that you need to have, right? Like if you're somebody, you know, maybe you're a personal trainer, you're, you're, you're training clients in person, or, you know, you already have an online, you know, fitness offer, right? But it's a low ticket offer, right? It's not really like a good offer like that. You know, it's not really, you know, um, bringing any, bringing any clients in, right? So it's three things you need to have. One, you need to have an online fitness offer. That's number one, right? Two, you need to have a high ticket business model, okay? Number three, you need to have an inbound and outbound marketing strategy. Those three things, right? 
with some of the tips and perspectives that I shared with you in this video, you had a hundred thousand dollars in 12 months and being consistent with it. Right. Cause, cause just like, you know, like if you, if you train somebody with a fitness, right, they have to be consistent. If they going they're going to show up to check-in, they got to be consistent with the check-ins. If they're going to eat 80% clean, 20%, whatever the fuck they want, they got to be consistent with that 80, 20 rule. Right. So whatever the strategy and the game plan is, you have to be consistent with it. But I already know you're going to be consistent because you've been being consistent with what you're currently already doing. <laughs> Not perfect, but consistent because it's a difference. But that's a whole nother. That's a that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode. OK. All right. Cool. So listen, let, let, let me know if this was valuable to you guys. All right. If you're on the um, podcast. All right. Feel free, you know, give us some downloads. OK, uh, share this with another health and fitness professional. If you're on our YouTube channel, like and subscribe. OK, and listen, tell me. So what I want to know is you can shoot you guys can shoot me a message on you know any platform that you see me on. Let me know what is most important to you right now in your fitness business. Is it the um, the online fitness offer? Is it two the high ticket business model or is it three your inbound and outbound marketing strategy? Okay, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. All right, leave uh, leave a comment below as well. Just let me know what's more, what will better serve you at the stage that you're at right now in your fitness business. Is a is it a online fitness offer, high ticket business model, or inbound and outbound marketing strategy? Okay, cool.